How's it going, everybody? My name is Ryan. Welcome back to your Daily Nerd Devo. So for the next while on the Daily Nerd Devo, things are going to be a little different. Uh, we want to try something different for our theme. And so for the next week or two, we're doing something that's called a chapter a day. We're literally Someone is just going to read a chapter of scripture, maybe talk about it briefly at the end, but there won't really be the normal level of nerdiness that you've seen a lot of these devos. I think it's just, it's interesting to take a step back and just really look at scripture and embrace it and, and how it can apply to our lives. So to start out this week, I'm going to look at Luke chapter 7, and this is going to be the New International Version. When Jesus had finished saying all this to the people who were listening, he entered Capernaum. Then a centurion's servant, whom his master valued highly, was sick and about to die. The centurion heard of Jesus and sent some elders of the Jews to him, asking him to come and heal his servant. When they came to Jesus, they pleaded earnestly with him, this man deserves to have you do this because he loves our nation and has built our synagogue. So Jesus went with them. He was not far from the house when the centurion sent friends to say to him, Lord, don't trouble yourself for I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. That is why I did not even consider myself worthy to come to you. But say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man of, under authority, with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him, and turned to the crowd following him, and he said, I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. Then the men who had been sent returned to the house, and found the servant well. Soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd went along with him. As he approached the town gate, a dead person was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a large crowd from the town was with her. When the Lord saw her, his heart went out to her, and he said, Don't cry. Then he went up and touched the buyer where they were carrying him on, and the bearers stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, get up. The dead man sat up and began to talk, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. They were all filled with awe and praised God. A great prophet has appeared among us, they said. God has come to help his people. This news about Jesus spread throughout Judea and the surrounding country. John's disciples told him about all these things. Calling two of them, he sent them to the Lord to ask, Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? When the men came to Jesus, they said, John the Baptist sent us to you to ask, Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? At that very time, Jesus cured many who had diseases, sicknesses, and evil spirits, and gave sight to many who were blind. So he replied to the messengers, Go back and report to John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. After John's messengers left, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? No those who wear expensive clothes and indulge in luxury are in palaces but what did you go to see a prophet yes i tell you more than a prophet this is the one of whom it is written i will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way before you i tell you among those born of women there is no greater than john yet the one who is least in the kingdom of god is greater than he all the people even the tax collectors when they heard Jesus' words, acknowledged that God's way was right because they had been baptized by John. But the Pharisees and the experts in the law rejected God's purpose for them because they had not been baptized by John. Jesus went on to say, To what then can I compare the people of this generation? What are they like? 
They are like children sitting in the marketplace, calling out to each other. We played the pipe for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not cry. For John the Baptist came neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and you say, he has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and you say, here is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is proved right by all her children. When one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to have dinner with him, he went to the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. A woman in that town who lived a sinful life learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house, so she came there with an alabaster jar of perfume. As she stood behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume on them. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know who is touching him and what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner. Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to tell you. Tell me, teacher, he said. Two people owed money to a certain moneylender. One owed him 500 denarii and the other 50. Neither of them had the money to pay him back, so he forgave the debts of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt forgiven. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. Then he turned towards the woman and to Simon. Do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman, from the time I entered, has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, as her great love has shown. But whoever has been forgiven little, loves little. Then Jesus said to her, Your sins are forgiven. The other guests began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? Jesus said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. So that's chapter 7. Uh, this will be a little longer than normal, but the thing that sticks out to me about chapter 7, and, and a lot of the book of Luke, which we're reading for our small group, the Fight Club, nerdofgodcast.com, find the link. The thing I think that's interesting about chapter 7, and, and like I said, a lot of Luke, is the emphasis it places on what is possible with faith. How believing God can do something, believing Jesus can do something without even seeing him, not even feeling yourself worthy to go before him, but just believing that he can do something is all the faith that's required. Jesus sees that faith and, and answers the request of the centurion, the faith of the centurion. Our faith is one of the strongest things we have as a Christian. It's what carries us forward. It's what sustains us. It's what holds us up. It's what gives us the faith to believe for the impossible, to believe for the best when things are bad, to believe that things can be better, to believe that we're loved, to know that God is looking out for us. It's all faith. But with that faith, so much is possible. We see it in Luke 7 throughout the book and throughout Luke and, and the New Testament even. And, and the Bible as a whole, so much of that is about what is possible with faith. I struggle with my faith. I struggle to believe God sometimes. And I love, I love these books that, and chapters that are just a look at what happens when we believe. But I know that with faith, what we need is possible. What we believe in, if it's God's will, is possible. Do not lose hope. Stay strong. Keep believing. Keep trusting God. Keep using and exercising your faith. It's what he gives us to move forward with our lives. To embrace the grace we're given, his mercy, his love, and to trust him. That's all the time we have for today. 
If you want to hear more Daily Nerd Devo, subscribe to the podcast. Come hang out with us on the Facebook page of the Nerd of God Squad. I'm Ryan for the Daily Nerd Devo. And until next time, I hope you enjoy a chapter a day as we, we go through this for the next little bit. And uh, have a blessed day.